Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. And uh, we continue to stream stories every day about entrepreneurship and business. And, you know, this next story, it almost start, it started a generation ago. And for me, it only started probably about 15 years ago uh, because I've known Al DiNapoli, the person in our screen, since we were both co-founders of the Family Business Association. But we're not here to talk about the Family Business Association, well, maybe a little bit. And we're not here to talk about the law. We're here to talk about Di Bevino Winery. Welcome, Al. Hey, welcome, Jeff. Good to see you. So uh, is, is that a good, If I may say so. Thank you very much. But Di Bavino Winery, this is from one of Boston's leading litigators. How, what a pivot is that? Uh, you know, we all ready to go in any direction as possible. People always say to me at the winery, oh, so if you realized your dream, I always tell them I didn't realize this was my dream. <laughs> <laughs> my dream was to be in a lounge chair on the beach uh, with a nice book and a, um, a beer at this point. But, uh, you know, the story goes back and it kind of led to this. Uh, some of my cousins, some of our customers say it seemed something inevitable that this was going to happen. Um, and if you like, I'd give you some of the background of the story. Love the story, Al. So the uh, Di Bovino Winery is um, made up of three families. Uh, we blended our names together 20 years ago, never knowing we were going to be able to do this in a winery. We were bringing jugs of homemade wine to parties and people would say, who made that wine? And we said, we did. Well, why don't you put your name on it? So we just weren't going to put DiNapoli, Bevilacqua, and Arpino, the three families. We figured we'd blend the names together, which uh, um, my cousin did one night with a Scrabble set, putting all the letters together and came up with D Bevino. Uh, D in Italian means of. Bev is, is kind of a, um, a word, that, the root of beverage and other things that mean drink. Uh, their name is Bevilacqua, which means drink water. And then my cousin Dom Arpino gave us the INO and we could make a drink of wine out of our combined names. And the uh, families, the three families go back to Avellino in Italy, where uh, my father and the Bevilacqua's father came from the same little town called Turinicello. Turinicello means town of the nuts. We think our parents are probably looking down at us now and say, what a bunch of nuts. But um, it basically means the nuts of the hazelnut trees that were in the valley. So we all came from Evelino. They came to Rosendale when they immigrated to the United States. They brought winemaking equipment and the skill of making wine. Uh, what they didn't have is cheap labor. But once they had kids, they put us to work as soon as we could pick up 36 pounds of um, grapes and help them make wine in the basement. And then when they stopped doing it, we continued. And uh, little did we know, after 40 plus years of making wine in the basement, we would end up opening a winery in January 2020. And how are you doing your sales? Sales, because of the, typical, the, the specific wine and alcohol license we have, it's called a farm winery license. It's a license that you need to get both from the federal government and the municipality and the state. And it allows you only to sell the wine you make. So we sell it just on site at the winery. <clears throat> we can sell it and people coming in for tastings. 
Uh, they can buy glasses of wine, uh, and then they can leave with bottles and cases of wine if they would like. Wow. Yeah. So, so do, we, you, do you do you, do you uh, hang up your uh, litigator apparel and work on the weekends in the winery? Uh, yes, I do. Um, last weekend, I, I I was off from the winery, so that was nice. I uh, get to spend some time with the family and doing some litigation work uh, on the side too during the weekend. Um, but yeah, um, they seems to be able to work out okay. Uh, it's it's busy out there. It'd be busy in the harvest time when the grapes come in and the grapes come in from directly from our source of grapes in Susan Valley in California. Susan Valley is a little southeast of Napa Valley a premier area for growing uh, grapes. And we source all our grapes from there. Uh, they ship the uh, red grapes in mm, sometime in September, maybe late August, sometimes later, um, early October. Uh, they ship them into Boston. We, we are there to, uh, to accept them uh, and squeeze them uh, and then have them ferment. And then we uh, crush the rest of the juice out of them and uh, have it sit on fermentation tanks until about a year later. During that time, we're always working with it to get the taste that we want. Well, I'm going to blend a couple of stories together. Some our listeners know, some are don't. You were also a school teacher before you were an attorney and you mentioned nuts. And speaking, <laughs> speaking to the school teacher about you, you've now worked with attorneys in a law firm for many years. And now you're uh, working with family. Uh, two different types of nuts. Is it a big transition? Yeah. You know, you and I, Jeff, uh, spent many years in the Family Business Association, you know, working with families to try to help them through the difficulty of balancing both a business and a family. Um, one by, by themselves is difficult. And then you put the two of them together, it complicates more than twofold, if you will. Um, but of really been able to use some of the skills that I learned from in the Family Business Association and in the legal world to work um, together with my best friends, my family, my four partners here uh, to make it uh, go smoothly. And uh, it, it has. There's no, no doubt about it. When any kind of business and family people get together, there's uh, you know five different opinions. Some people say you put two lawyers in the room, you get four different opinions. So maybe I have more than one. But we all have opinions on how to do things, but we have all been able to put our ego aside and basically just work collaboratively. Kind of the most funniest thing was right from the beginning, um, because we talk about families, our, our children are involved. Um, and, um, you know, one of the smartest things we did, although one of the most difficult things is when we first started, our children said to us, okay, you guys know how to make wine. You guys know how to talk to people and socialize, but dads, you have no taste whatsoever. Look at the way you dress. So what's the matter with the way I dress? We have to dress you. Get out of the way. We're going to design the architect in the building. We're going to design the logo. We're going to design the labels. We're going to do the website. We're going to do the social media. You guys know, know you're going to kill it if you try to touch this stuff. It was difficult to give up that touch of how we wanted things to look. But um, we, again, put our egos aside and said, you know, they're probably right. We stepped aside. My son's an architect. He designed the whole inside and the patio. Uh, Rich Bevelacqua's daughter is a graphic designer. She did the logo. 
she did the labels on the bottles is an example of one of them. Beautiful, beautiful bottle. Label. Um, she did the website and my um, daughter Maria does all the social media. We have yeah. a number of our children also serving wine uh, to our guests, uh, waiters or bartenders at the winery. So, and uh, our wives are involved too. Uh, so it's been a real family affair. Uh, been interesting. It sounds like, uh, you know, a, a dozen people at least. It is, it is, it is. But uh, yeah. yeah. So are you serving, uh, are you serving food with the wine? Yes. Um, you know, um, probably one of the things that came out of the pandemic was the governor's order that if you just were serving alcohol, you were considered a bar and you couldn't open until stage four of the wine, uh, of that. But we had food. We had, we made charcuteries. We make a, a, like an antipasto, a cheese charcuterie. And we also have a Mediterranean, um, and a, um, uh, veggie uh, with uh, hummus and veggies. Uh, we don't make the hummus ourselves, but uh, we, we buy it and we bring it in, put it together. Uh, we're branching out. We have some food trucks that have come in. Uh, we have a chef uh, that we're associated with from Medfield who's come in and did peerings of food with wine. Uh, we have a gentleman who did made paellas on site. And we had a combination of paella and wine. So we, we have a lot of uh, different things going on at the winery relative to food and not only wine. We have music um, from time to time, more and more as the, as the year progresses. This is our only second you know, summer season, if you will. Last year, because of uh, the pandemic, we didn't really even open a patio until this weekend, June 21st. So we're ahead of the game. We opened on April 15th this year. Um, and we uh, have more than doubled our patio. We bought a tent this year. Uh, the tent can fit about 50 people in it. Uh, it's right at the front of the patio. It's all lit. Uh, we have a nice setting. I think we probably can fit about 150 people in the whole uh, patio area if it was jam-packed. And a nice relaxing break with a little glass of wine. Nothing like it, yeah. And uh, people, people seem to uh, really enjoy the wine. Uh, we have, um, we are not only serving, <clears throat> uh, you know, none of us ran a business, you know, I'm a, I'm a litigation attorney. I never really ran a business. My other cousin's an engineer. Another one was a, um, um, a, um, a, a journalist who worked for a number of companies doing internal communication. And then my other two cousins, they ran small business units of, uh, telephone companies, uh, so they had a little bit of a sense of putting together budgets and stuff like that. But it's um, it's brand new. It's brand too new, all of us. So as I tell people, we're making it up as we go along. And then COVID came along, of course, and really said, okay, now you really got to make it up as you go along. Uh, and we did. Um, we, we kept everyone safe, uh, both our customers and ourselves, while still uh, giving them what they wanted. And, uh, um, you know, we're on the right side of it now. Well, you know, I think you're going to have to twist our producer, Nathan's arm, to do a remote. We haven't done one since before COVID at your winery and do a show there. You tell me how to grab his arm and twist it. I'll be glad to do it. I, I think no one will be disappointed. Well, um, not, not only do we have great wines, if I may say so myself, because of the source of the grapes from the premier region, we know how to make wine. Um, we also uh, have what has become a hit. Uh, especially during the summer, our wine slushies. 
Well, wow. maybe we'll have to have one of our reporters meetings at your uh, winery and invite the infamous Mark Furman to the, uh, to the meeting and we can have him speak as well. Uh, isn't he a co-host sometimes with you on, on the show? He is our longest standing reporter. Okay. So we just turn the mic on and, and we just sit back. Mark, once Mark gets going, if you just turn it off after 12 to 15 minutes. <laughs> Quiet <laughs> Mark. Interview huh? with Mark, he was talking about um, depositions and litigation for entrepreneurships oh. and what a pain that is. So, but uh, again, Al, great having you on the show. If somebody's looking for you in the winery, how do they find you? Um, they can find us at um, dbovino.com. Um, pretty easy to just find our website up there. Uh, the telephone number is there. Um, we have an email address at hello at dbovino.com. Um, and uh, I think all the information that people really need to know is on the, on the website at dbovino.com. We're located at right on Route 1 in Walpole, uh, right um, probably about a mile and a half um, north of Gillette Stadium on the south side of Route 1. Um, can't miss it. Like I said, we have a, a big patio area. Uh, people um, come in, relax, have some wine, uh, have a little something to eat and uh, enjoy the festivities. And I, knowing you for as long as I have, you must be a great host that creates a great atmosphere. I want to thank you for being on the show today, Al. And I'll leave it all in your hands and Nathan's hands uh, to see what we're doing next. But I look forward to it. And I know somebody in my house is going to want to come with me. Well, uh, please bring her. And uh, I think you, you all enjoyed. I look forward to it too, Jeff. Right. Remind everybody, this is Radio Entrepreneurs, and don't miss, take a look at what Al's doing. If he's doing it, he's doing it well. I know that. So uh, thank you very much, and remind everybody, this is Radio Entrepreneurs.